0: listeners my name is Dallas Rotella I'm the multimedia editor and I'm joined
1: with
2: my name is Andy Ballinger I'm the opinion editor at the Northwind and I will be moderating today's podcast where we will be discussing Divest NMU and their upcoming protest or by the time you listen to this it will have already happened but a protest at the NMU versus Michigan Tech hockey game before we begin, let's meet our podcast staff. Starting with...
3: Hi, I'm Madeline Plattenberg, the Features Editor. I'm Hannah, uh, one of the copy editors. I'm Kata Rothorn, the
4: Editor-in-Chief. I'm Willa Rausch, the Features Writer.
2: And I'm Jackie Phillips, I'm the Assistant News Editor. Before we begin our discussion... Our news editor will
1: be giving you a rundown on what Divest NMU is. Okay, hello, my name is Riley. I am the news editor. Um, so I've had the joy of getting to work with Divest NMU here um, for previous protests that they've had over the past year. Um, so Divest originally started out as a subgroup of the Eco Reps, which is our like environmental group here on campus. Um, <clears throat> and their main focus is just trying to encourage the university to pull fossil fuel investments um, and put them into green sourced energies which would be like wind and solar um, hydro whatever else um, and they've just been um, pushing the administration to put their funds in these more green fund energies instead of like fossil fuels
5: okay i have i have thoughts i have a lot of thoughts on this one so Just to kind of piggyback off of what I was talking about with the whole background on divest NMU, not only are they trying to like have NMU really pull back from this investments in fossil fuels. Also, let me just back up a little bit more here, I suppose. For anyone that doesn't know, all colleges are basically giant institutions and kind of like corporations and they have stocks and they have bonds. So what they do is they invest some of the money that students give in um, tuition and they use that to, you know, spend different projects on campus, that sort of thing. Um, But also the extra money that they do, they invest that in different big companies in the stock market and they get um, profit from that. And right now, a lot of institutions across the United States are investing in big fossil fuel companies because they are quote unquote, like too big to go broke sort of thing, um, where they have a lot of investment, they have a lot of return and um, they're kind of like a safe investment for a lot of institutions. As we know, and I think as a lot of people that are looking at the climate crisis and environmental issues right now, obviously fossil fuel is not going to last, and it is not going to become a safe investment in the hopefully near future, as long as we can kind of um, stop investing and giving money to these big corporations. So by pulling out, what is in my mind billions of dollars? It's probably closer to millions. I don't have an exact number, but I can hopefully find that to kind of edit into our podcast later. There is a lot of money within these bonds that not only NMU, but a lot of different universities are putting into these big corporations and basically saying, we support you and we're trying to fund um, further exploration into different types of fossil fuel extraction and, and use. So By asking NMU to divest from these big corporations, they're essentially asking NMU to say, we don't support fossil fuels and to reinvest that money into other more green energies like hydro, solar, wind, that sort of thing, um, or even just companies that are able to give some sort of return to NMU um, without. Um, what's the word? Oh, values
4: compromising. Thank you.
5: Without compromising the values of NMU. And I think a lot of the values that NMU actually advertises include things like nature and being outside and this environmental activism, which they really don't back up if you look at what they're investing in and actually how they really navigate um, the way that they use energy on campus. so I think this is kind of like walking the talk and they need to actually follow through with this idea to become um, carbon neutral and all these different goals that they keep advertising but I don't really see a lot of action with and Divest NMU is a student group that's really pushing this argument to the forefront um, and if NMU can actually listen to these students and really get on board with it. If you read, they have a proposition that they um, wrote up, I would say close to a year ago uh, that they gave to the administration that lists out a ton of well-researched ideas about why it is actually not financially risky to pull out of these corporations and give into to other um, greener energies. They um there's really there's it's a win-win situation um, for the university, for students, and for I think the future of our planet. I'm gonna stop there because that felt good.
2: <laughs> yeah, and I guess to follow up on that, like why is a public demonstration like this the best route in like Ooh, that's promoting a good change? Good
5: question. So, first of all, it's at a tech and I game. These are some big rivals, and it's not just Divest NMU doing this. This is also, they're going to be on the tech side. They're going to be with tech students protesting. So they're asking both universities to divest from fossil fuels. This is kind of students coming together under a common cause saying that this cause of divesting from fossil fuels and protecting the future of our planet is more important than this rivalry that we have in sports, which Hockey is the biggest rivalry that we have with Tech. I mean, it's kind of a big deal. They picked a really important game to kind of pinpoint um, the importance of this issue. So I think that that's really important. And that's kind of a, I would say, I'd like to applaud NMU for really picking such a pivotal, I suppose, place to do some sort of protest. They're not planning um, a huge protest. I mean, there's no march. There's not a lot of... um, there's not gonna be like picketers outside. It's gonna be kind of some signs in the stands during the game. I think during halftime they have some sort of like chant that they're going to have. But it's really it's about raising awareness and making students aware of how serious this issue is and how the people in Divest NMU are still serious about this. And they've been around for a while. We have some articles on them. Um, we have done different protests on them. Um, and I mean the North Wind has covered different protests that they've done. This is not brand new to campus, but they still need to protest and they still need to raise awareness because the university continues to kind of brush them aside and say, we'll deal with that later. And it's not a huge issue right now when really the issue should have been solved like three years ago, if not more, when they did that carbon neutrality neutrality resolution and still have done next to nothing in my mind um, to really deal with the issue of rising sea levels and all that jazz.
2: Yeah, and I just want to add, like, we've seen the most change, in my opinion, on campus regarding, like, environmental awareness through Eco Reps and the Green Fund. An article will be coming out sometime this week about a new, like, like the Green Fund that many students have been contributing to every semester, the $5 every semester you can opt out, that went towards funding a a solar panel installation project near the Dome. And it's there's now an entire building that is empowered, powered entirely by solar panels that was funded entirely by the student body. Right. Isn't that pretty
1: incredible pretty
2: cool. that students not only proposed the Green Fund, but made it happen and show that, hey, a lot of students are interested in this. We raised the money to do this. It's not a cheap project. I mean, right. And now the Green Fund was not created long ago either in like four or five years now we see this like beautiful result and it's only the beginning of the Green Fund. So, yeah. Anyone else want to comment? Madeline?
5: I think that the Green Fund is going to do amazing things. I know I spoke with um, a professor on campus who heads this whole Green Fund project and um, she was very excited. I know there there were other projects in the works um, besides solar panels. Mm -hmm. I know that there was... um, something that has to do with beehives yes. and then also um is it something with moss yeah cool, i have it garden? right here the
2: clove garden
5: clove gardens yeah and then i know they have the um right next to like uh, tamaki there's like the um the hub for students that's what
2: i'm talking about yeah that building is now yeah. have you seen the solar panels no yeah that building is now entirely powered by solar, solar panels. panels yeah it's cool it's really cool but also other things they've done is a rain garden. Do you know what the rain garden is? Sorry, I can't explain. <laughs> but yeah, they're starting a beekeeping thing too and composting on campus so
3: yeah, I've also lived in this area my whole life um, growing up near Lake Superior and everything and like yeah, all of NMU's like advertisements like sort of trying to pull students in who are like very environmentally minded um, and like really care about that kind of thing. Um, yeah, so going in, you think, oh yeah, like, that's their focus, is the environment, like, literally one of the biggest lakes in the world nearby, like, this whole, um, really important ecosystem, and then you come in and it's, like, very, very, like, low standard efforts. Like, just the bare minimum, like, oh, we have a recycling bin. Like, okay, that's great, but you gotta do more than a recycling bin in a classroom to actually make a difference. and I also agree that I think I don't think I've ever heard of like um maybe some professors, but not like any upper level management, any like um board of directors or anything on that level um actually investing time and effort into this issue. I've only heard about student groups, whether it's like echo reps or the green Fund or whatever um I've only heard about their efforts um and it's kind of sad that um we were told that this is what we're gonna get and then they were like actually no that was just to draw you in and make you give us your money so yeah yeah, yeah. i guess
0: they're not technically lying they are they have green efforts yeah i think uh the one that i like to talk about the most uh when i have to like tell people about green efforts um i'm gonna cut that because i that sounds bad. Um, some of the green efforts that are easiest to spot, especially when you're taking tours, are the no mo zones. Um, those they look great. Um, they really, I mean, uh, if you don't know, Marquette is a swamp. Um, we are on swamp land, um, and those no mo zones really show off our swampy nature. Uh, but there's also like proof of like animals living within that. Those no-mow zones, Um, so it's nice that they're there. But that's like the main thing that they, the main movement that they moved to, and then it's also like they don't have to take care of it now that it's there. It's like it looks great until you think about it. Like they're they don't have to take care of it. They just don't like they're literally not mowing it. They're not doing anything but letting it sit there. It is nice that there is like an actual small ecosystem around campus, but it's like. Once they built it and put it in place, that's all that has been done. And um, I, I know that, especially when I was first coming to Northern, they talked about that a lot. Like, um, as one of their examples for, like, green, um, like, movements is our no-mo zone. It will be um, And then, then it talks about recycling. So I guess they're not lying. When they do say we are a green campus, because they have done some green things, but it's also, are they they might also be banking on the fact that we're surrounded by the woods. So they're like, we're a green campus because you can see the woods, but not actually being green on campus.
5: So I know that someone on the Divest NMU board is from, I believe, Iowa, and she was part of a group down there that was successful in actually having the Iowa school divest from fossil fuels. So it's happened before, and they have a kind of a blueprint of, with someone that has had a successful kind of campaign with the university to divest from fossil fuels. Um, I believe that was actually, I think it was Illinois Champaign. Um, I can verify that potentially. I think it was,
3: cause so I was just reading those articles.
5: Yeah. So it's been possible and they have this document they've based off of a successful, um, campaign to really reduce the fossil fuel investments at a previous university. So, um, the kind of the data that they have is really based off of real-life applications, and I think that also makes it much more convincing for a lot of people that this can happen and it has happened
1: successfully, and there's been no detrimental results um, at the previous university where it happened, so. I think to go off of that too, so at Northern, they want, so Divest and EMU wants um, the university to pull, I believe, all of their fossil fuel investments by 2028 with 50 of these being pulled by 2025. So gives us like a two-year time frame for them to pull out uh 50 and that was when i last talked to them in december of last year so and i had talked to them to um i believe in march of that year and that was their same proposal was what they had at, in march as well was have that
2: any other comments
1: i think i have one more comment too um so we talked about the no mo zones also so we had um a lot of buildings have been built on top of those or they've been taken down or removed um, to make new or buildings to replace them as well. So like they have them and they advertise that they have them but they've also taken from them. Um, not in any of the time that any of us that are currently at Northern have seen but in the past decade or so they've taken away from them.
5: Yeah. Also, to go for what Sal was saying, where they advertise about being green, but a lot of it is really the surrounding area. You know those billboards that they have that are like, be northern. Be yes. That's yes. all like Lake Superior and the outside of northern area. Be adventurous. You know? Be wild. Yeah. It's like a little kayak on <laughs> the sunset on Lake Superior, which is great. You can do that. That's feasibly like accessible if you're a student at northern. That's not northern's campus no. at all. Mm-hmm. None of the billboards actually show campus. They show the Marquette area which is fantastic. But they're really kind of advertising and pushing this marketing strategy of we're an outdoors campus, we're really green. We are like one with nature, if you will. And then their actual policies are not supporting that environment they live within. Like the whole fossil fuel thing, if that is like perpetuated, really we're kind of devastating the ecosystems that they're advertising. It's not just Northern, it's this entire like global ecosystem and the local ecosystems. So it's like, it's walking the talk with the whole marketing, fossil fuels, all of that jazz kind of like ties together. Um, But yeah, the way they advertise is definitely, they advertise the area that is natural around Northern's campus and it's not actually on campus.
4: Yeah, go ahead. I've actually been to one of the Divest meetings. It was last semester. And one of the things they brought up was that, I believe, at the very least at the time, I don't know currently because I haven't looked it up. Uh, NMU ha- was divested. Was uh, some of their pro- like money was involved in like Russian oil, so not only that work. The reason to be is also kind of like a little bit funding <laughs> the war in Ukraine right now, mm-hmm. which is another conversation to add to this. And like plus we've all lived the winter we just had. There was no snow on the ground for like two weeks. This is not if and or buts right now. It's there are actual changes within our lifetimes that are happening a lot faster than it should be. Mm -hmm. There is no snow here, Mm -hmm. and I I only live four hours away, and we had no snow either. That shouldn't be happening. It's not,
2: it didn't used to. It was raining, it was raining in like
3: December. (laughs) Yeah,
2: yeah, (laughs) pouring. so that's concerning
3: yeah and it wasn't like that even like when i was a kid mm-hmm. like, no this is yeah
4: autumns are get autumns and winters are getting warmer mm-hmm. and it's scary
2: yeah so like i think to wrap this up like if anyone is not caught up on the climate crisis that we are currently living through i like highly recommend listening to um dr diane um what's her last name lafferty She's- lafferty she spoke at the commencement the winter commencement It was just such a beautiful speech, like talking about all of these issues and relating them to NMU campus and NMU students. So I believe that is available on NMU's website. So you could definitely check that out if you are in any way, shape or form interested in saving our environment.